Identity is not just the new parameter to secure your network and your data. It is now the very core. Hello, my name is Sanjay Ved, and today we're going to talk about identity and access management. This also being Cyber Awareness Month, so I thought I will share something which can be useful for cybersecurity practitioners and learners alike. Identity and access management at its core is about ensuring that right users have the right access to the right resources at the right time for the right reasons. Identity access management is so transparent within the organization, we need to work with HR, IT, security, finance, the full workforce, top management, customers, basically everybody in the organization. As a matter of fact, uh, Gartner has predicted that you know, connected anywhere computing will further drive need for smarter access control. Identity access governance function will evolve to enable decentralized architectures. Hybrid cloud and multi-cloud will drive ongoing identity access management architecture maintenance and evolution. Improved user experience for all users will be essential for securing digital business. As well as key secret certificates and machines will require more attention. New applications and APIs will need to leverage the latest identity and access management development guidelines. Hence, let's look at what all is covered under identity access management. Some of the terminologies like access, control, subjects and objects need to be understood. Access, access is the action needed to allow information flow between objects. Control, whereas is security measures taken to restrict uh, to allow access to the system. Subject and entity which requires access to this object. And object is the entity which consists of information. Identity management includes IAAA, identification, authentication, authorization, and accountability. Identification is registration, verification of a user's identity, and adding, adding in an identifier to the system, assigning a proper control. Commonly used are user ID and user name. Authentication, on the other hand, is user verification process. Commonly used are passwords. Authorization, defining resources for users' access. And accountability, the person's responsibility for control of users' log. Authorization concepts include security domains, which are set of resources having the same security policies, and federation identity, which is organization having a common set of policies and standards within the federation. The federation models include cross-certification model. Every organization certified and trusted by other organization within the standard defined internally by a set organization. Second, trusted third-party bridge model. Every organization adheres to a standard set by the third party. The third federation model is IDAS, Identity as a Service. Identity and access management is provided by a third-party organization. The fourth federation model is single sign-on SSO, access management for multiple similar yet independent system. Primary used for the 
cloud and SaaS based system access. Cloud identity is user account management, which we use for Office 365. And then we have directory synchronization, on-premise identity providers like Microsoft Active Directory. Federation identity, on-premise identity providers for managing log, like Active Directory, etc. Then we have access control models within identity and access management. We have implicit deny. By default, to an object is denied unless explicitly granted. The second access control model is access control metrics. Table which includes subjects, objects, access control privileges. Third access control model is capability table. Here we have list access control privilege assigned to a subject. ACL focus on objects where capability list focus on subjects. Fourth access control model is permission. We provide access uh, grant to the objects. And then we have rights, which are ability and access to perform an action on an object. Then we have privileges, which is combination of rights and permission. There are various access control categories, which includes compensative, risk mitigation action, corrective, which has reduced attack impact, detective, detect an attack before it happens, deterrent, which is discouraging an attacker, directive, which defines and documents acceptable practices within an organization, preventive, to stop an attack and recover, which is recovery of a system after an attack. We use three uh, factor authentication, which is knowledge factor, ownership factor and characteristic uh, factor. Knowledge factor is something you know, which can be your password, your date of birth, your mother's maiden name, etc. Ownership factor is can be a hard token or a soft token uh, where you get uh, authentication pin. And characteristics facial factors will include your uh, facial identity, iris, eyes, your uh, fingerprints, uh, and other attributes of your characters. So those are some of the things which are used in a combination of something you have, something you are, something you know, to do three-factor authentication. Then we have the label of access control, which are categorized in three categories. Centralized administration, here only one component can control access, highly restricted level, where control done is centrally. Second is decentralized administration, where access is controlled by information owner and can be less consistent. Third is hybrid, which is a combination of centralized and decentralized access. Single sign-on, as we discussed, is a federation identity management with its own pros and cons. Uh, the pro is, of course, you have a complete password, easy administrative access, faster authentication. Cons on the other side is the risk of all system compromised by unauthorized access of key or keys. Authorization. Now, authorization includes following. Number one, separation of duties. We assign different users, different levels of access to protect privacy and security. Second, dual control. Here, access to perform a specific function is granted to two or more users so that if one is compromised or is not doing the right thing, the other two can be the checker. 
split knowledge. No single user can have full information to perform a task. And for the pr principle of least privilege, a user is given minimum access level needed to perform a task. Fifth, need to know minimum knowledge level to perform a task. And sixth, no access, user is not assigned any key level for any object. And then we have the directory service centralized managed database for users object management and LDAP. Further authorization also includes Kerberos, which is client server model authentication protocol. We use symmetric key cryptography, key distribution center KDC, confidentiality, integrity and authentication through symmetric key cryptography. Then we have RIAM, where we do authentication, administrative domains, use symmetric key cryptography in this case, KDC, key distribution system, where we issue tickets for server authentication. We store secret key for all clients and server in the network, and then do authentication, have an authentication server, and have a TGS, ticket granting server. The Kepros login process user includes user input uh, with username and password and client PC device. Here the client system encrypts credential using AES to submit for KDC. The KDC, the Key Distribution Center, match inputs central credentials against uh, the database. And the KDC creates a symmetric key and timestamp to TGT to be used by clients and Kebros server. The key TGT and TGT are encrypted using client password hash. Client installs the TGT and descript the key using hash. There are various authorization method. DAG, discretionary access control. MAC, mandatory access control. RBAC, rule-based access control. Rule-based uh, access control. Hybrid, RBAC, LACID-based uh, label, and non-discretionary-based model or access control. The authorization methods used include constraint interface application, content-dependent, where based on the content, you provide the access to the user. Context-dependent, depending on the context of the usage and the discretionary access are provided to the user. Working hours, these are predominantly used when there are shifts, so you also have authorization based on working hours. Principle of least privilege, separates separation of duties and responsibilities, user accountability based on the accountability of the user, you provide the authorization and auditing and reporting structures also call for authorization and it's a method used for authorization. The access control include administrative, logical and physical access and we use various kinds of passwords, simple combination passphrases, passwords, one-time and dynamic password, graphic password and numeric password. We use various security models in terms of identity and access management. The number one is metrics access control model, which provides access rights, including discretionary access control to subjects, where read, write, and execute access defined in ACL as matrix columns and rows capability list. The second security model is Bell Lapadula, which is a security model used for confidentiality. A subject cannot read data at a higher security level. Subject is defined by security level and cannot write 
to a lower security level unless it is trusted subject. Access metric specifies discretionary access control. Subject with read and write access in this model should write and read the same security level. And transparency prevents security levels of subjects change between levels. The third security model is BIBA, which is used for integrity. And it's called integrity model as well. Here you cannot read data from lower integrity level. You cannot write data to an object at a higher integrity level. You cannot invoke services at a higher integrity level. And considering preventing information flow for a lower security level to a high security level. The fourth security model is Clark-Wilson security model, which is also used for integrity model. Here the user is an active agent where transformation procedures, TP, and abstract operations such as read, write, and modification implementation through this program is implemented. Constrained data item, CDI, at item that can be manipulated only through TP is done. Unconstrained data item, UDI, an item that can be manipulated by a user via read and write operation are conducted. Enforce separation of duty is one of the factors in Clark-Wilson model. This requires regular auditing, commercial use, data items whose integrity need to be preserved should be audited, and integrity verification procedures, IVP, scans data items and configures, confirms their integrity against external threat. Another model is information flow model for identity and access management. Information in this model is restricted to flow in the direction that are permitted by security policies. Thus, flow of information from one security level to another. Uh, it uses Bell and Biba frameworks in the model. Another model is Brewer and Nash model. It's also called the Chinese wall model. User uses a dynamic access control based on objects previous action. Subject can write to an object in a different data set. Prevent conflict of interest among the objects. Another security model for identity and access man management is Lipner model, a commercial model where confidentiality and integrity is high. And uh, BLP and BIBA are the models, underlying models, a combination of both are used. The security, another model of security in identity and access management is Graham Dinning model object, which has eight rules. Rule one is transfer access. Rule two is grant access. Rule three is delete access. Rule four is read objects. Rule five, create objects. Rule six, destroy objects. Rule seven, create subjects. Rule eight, destroy. Another security model used in identity and access management is Harrison Rousseau Ullman model, which restricts operation to perform on an object for deficit to preserve integrity. Finally, all of these ensure that data and access and the network is protected when the user is mobile, in the office, or a vulnerable location. We have various use cases where users have mobiles, uh, tablets, PCs going into unsecured network. Hence, it is very important that the security 
of identity and access management and through identity and access management uh, access to everything is is secured as william crowell has rightly pointed identity management is the key to ensure trust privacy and security as well as to facilitate collaboration and improve analytics thank you very much